Seven Weeks Later by Rugged Fox. Do you want to join me for a drink? I texted my handsome friend Elijah. It was 11.45 p.m. on a Tuesday night, and for the first time in years, I was back on Davy Street. Seeing at 11.81, I took a sip from a double gin and tonic and remarked upon my outfit. My original intention was to look sexy, but as it turned out, I dressed up as a closeted lumberjack. I'll be there in 15, replied Eli. Thank Merrill. I breathed a sigh of relief. I was grateful not to be alone. That is the best part about having single gay friends in the city. They are always up for a drink after the rest of the world has gone to bed. Do you want to see what he looks like? I asked Mama and Papa Fox. It was the first week in November, and I was back home in Winnipeg to visit my folks. Taking a stroll through Cinnamon Park, I basked in the blue sky and sunshine of the prairies. Tipping my hat to the Winnie the Pooh statue, I waved hello to my old friend the Pavilion and introduced myself to the new conservatory. Here, let me see, Mama Fox said, reaching for my phone. I don't see him, she exclaimed a moment later. In the space of two seconds, she'd managed to shrink Theodore's image and open up every other app on my phone. How long will you be away for? asked Mr. Jane Nelson, passing me my jacket. As our 19th date concluded, I tucked my chambray shirt into my chinos and strapped on my waterproof shoes. The air in his apartment smelled like popcorn and sweat. Seven days, I replied, slipping my hands into each coat arm. I fly out tomorrow. Can you message me when you get home? He leaned in for a kiss. Tonight or tomorrow? I kissed him back. Both. Now, don't forget your umbrella. It's insanely wet out there. Okay. I need to hear everything. Who is this guy? My gorgeous friend Tara swung a glass of rosé in the air. Oh, and that back boxed wine costume? I just... I just can't. It was a Wednesday afternoon in my hometown. My childhood friend Tara and I were out for half-price wine and ladies' lunch. Seated in a trendy new restaurant, the window, w window adjacent our table featured a gentle snowfall and an unobstructed view of Ikea. Ugh. Did I mention the girls barely slept last night? I don't think I've slept in three years. Let's not talk about it. What matters is that you're here. You're actually here. You're back. I can't believe it. Oh, rugged. Did I mention the girls barely slept last night? Are you hungry? I'm starving. Sensing my dear friend was two sips away from passing out on the table, I ordered every appetizer on the menu. I can't wait to see you when I get back. I texted Theodore, along with a picture of myself and Wayne the Pooh. I hope you're well, I messaged two days later from the washroom at Carlos and Murphy's. I'm finally watching Squid Game, I wrote on day five. Look forward to discussing it the next time we meet. My entire week on the prairies, I cast myself as the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Dishing one story the next, I entertained friends and family with tales of my newfound man. All the while, glancing down my phone, wondering if, wonder if he was now lost. Hi, uh, popped up a new message from Theodore as I was checking my, for my return flight. Sorry, dot dot dot. Work is crazy busy right now, dot dot dot. Too much on my plate, dot dot dot. 
Just need to get through these next six weeks. Dot, dot, dot. Safe trip back. Come on, Rugs. It's time to go home. I will walk you. Elijah wrapped his arms around my elbow. It was three o'clock in the morning, and the bars on Davy Street were now closed. As the night unfolded, my cocktail at 11.81 turned into 10,000 more at the junction and pump shack. It had been seven weeks since the last time I saw Theodore. A series of intermittent text messages and a palpable sense of loneliness kept me hanging on. Did I mention you were handsome, Eli? I tear left before tottering right. Several times today, as a matter of fact. Now, come on, it's time to get you home. Think I'm handsome, right? Of course, rugged.